0: Welcome to episode 14 of Your Town Crime. This week we traveled to Edison, New Jersey. I talked about a man who inspired Tony Soprano, and Shannon talks about some guys that wish they were Tony Soprano. Stay tuned and listen to the show. And we'd like to thank Podbean.com, they are the ones that helped us get our podcast going getting it out there to you guys on Apple, on Spotify, on Amazon, all the places that you are listening to it. It is because of Podbean, and they can help you do the same thing. If you, wanna, if you are a podcaster or want to be a podcaster, you can, uh, you can get your stuff out there through them. Another good place to go to learn about how to podcast and, and how, how to start what you need is through podbelly.com. It helped us out a lot. Got a lot of information there. They also have a directory where you can put your podcast name out there for free. So, get you a little publicity. Uh, So, thank you to Podbelly. Alright, enjoy the show. Hey Shannon, how you doing?
1: I'm good, Jason. How are you?
0: I'm good. And Welcome everybody to Your Town Crime. We're back for episode 14.
1: 14? 14, Fourteen oh is my. that right? Probably. We, told, we,
0: never, <laughs> we never write that down <laughs> until we get anywhere. Like, is that right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> episode 14 of Your Town Crime. Uh, if you listen to every episode, we, we do appreciate it. If you haven't, go back and start with Andrews, Texas and... And listen to all of them and catch up, yes. Binge it, just like we're a Netflix show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just repeat everything I do. Yeah. Like always. Uh, this week we're in Edison, New Jersey. Shannon's back with me. Uh, if you listened to last week's uh, mini mini episode, bonus episode, whatever you want to call it, on Thomas Edison, she wasn't she wasn't there. Um, Our weeks are still as hectic hectic as ever, Uh, but we we found time to get back together to get a full episode in. And of course, um, Edison, New Jersey is named after Thomas Edison, so if you want to go back and hear all about Thomas Edison, I spent about 30 minutes just talking about him, so we wouldn't take up all that time in this episode. So, uh, what have you been into, Shannon?
1: (sighs) so much school school work yeah. yep. toddler you know same old thing, same old busy, thing. busy 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 yep. but you had some fun
0: yeah yeah we went traveled to uh during covid i know we but we traveled to maine and uh we we me and my wife and we both had covid i've had my
1: you sh- didn't have COVID when you we went. We did not
0: have COVID <laughs> when we went, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure you, you hear that part. We didn't have COVID when we went. We didn't get COVID while we were there. We had it uh, before we went, uh, several, you know, a month or so more before we went. And uh, met the requirements to go. I'd also had my, my vaccine, so I was good. Uh, my wife hadn't but uh, because she's pregnant, and, and just that's – she's decided to do and that's fine if you don't like it then that's okay that's her decision it's it's her our baby her her baby and her belly so anyway yeah but we went to Maine it was beautiful (laughs) it was great uh it was a little early in the season stuff wasn't opened up but still beautiful uh still got to eat lobster rolls
1: was it so good
0: it was good yeah it (laughs) was good I ate a lot of lobster rolls and, and lobster stuff just lobster, everything, just whatever. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get a full steamed lobster just because it's, it's a lot of work and it's not exactly the end season. But I was able to get enough lobster that I was, I was happy. <laughs> I just didn't have enough. We didn't have enough time to eat a full lobster. That takes time.
1: Favorite place you ate at?
0: Hmm. I would say Allison's. Okay. In in Kennebunkport, we ate there twice. It was oh. good. clam chowder was full of clams instead of potatoes. Okay. It's uh, like you know two two clams and a bunch of potatoes. It was all clams. Uh, my wife liked that. I did have some great scallops at the boat house in Kenny it. Okay. Uh, there were like only there was only two though. It was like shrimp <laughs> and scallops. <laughs> and, um, wasn't enough. It wasn't <laughs> enough, but it was oh, they were so good. It, they were just melt in your mouth buttery. Oh, they are great. So. <laughs> So shout out to the boathouse and Allison's in Kenny Bunkport. Uh wanted to try the I think it was the Clam Shack mm-hmm. in Kenny Bunkport for their lobster roll, but they were they were closed for the season and also Reds and Reds is a little place in uh set maybe I might be saying that wrong. Uh that had lobster rolls and it was closed too for the season. Oh. It hadn't opened up yet. So. Okay. They'll be opening up this week, I think oh 15th. man yeah, just so missed it <laughs> just missed it just a little early but like i said we got lobster rolls anyway yeah so it was fun
1: yay well that sounds it's good fun.
0: we stayed on the coast the whole time and every night we were right on a right on the coast right on the water it was, it was beautiful well rub it in well i'm fixing to have we're, <laughs> we're fixing to have a uh, child number two yes so
1: <laughs> well deserved break that was so in the last
0: trip for a while <laughs>
1: That'll be fun. Until you go to Alaska with some friends in like six months.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I am fixing to have child number two.
1: Yeah. That worked with child yeah. number, with one
0: child, but I don't know I don't think that's gonna jive too well right yeah, now. So don't. it might be a few years. Don't I mean, do it. <laughs> I just need to take take them. Take off all yeah. four of us go.
1: Yeah.
0: So what have you been up to? You you finished student teaching you still doing that
1: i have three weeks left and i'll be done and graduated i'm so excited yeah. to get that done so hopefully be getting a job here soon good yeah in that career hope so. so
0: yeah everybody be um hoping hope shannon gets that good good job here and here close yep yep that'd be great
1: it'll be awesome
0: yeah you I just f- sing that? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It will be awesome. <laughs> I'll sing it with you.
1: <laughs> oh you
0: got a, y'all got you got any trips planned this summer?
1: Um, We're thinking we're going to go to the beach, but somewhere close, just because I only have a two and a half week section of time that I can go somewhere. So we'll probably okay. go to, I don't know. Um,
2: Somewhere close.
1: Yeah, somewhere close. But we want to go to the beach, but maybe like a four or five day thing. Yeah. So. We'll see. Terrified to travel with a toddler. Just yeah. in the car. He yeah, he can't even good. go 45 minutes away without uh, screaming. Ugh.
0: Yeah. but y'all, y'all get it figured out.
1: Yeah. It'll be worth it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll just jump right in. I think we're going to, this is going to be a pretty long one. We've been talking about going to the Northeast, trying to get up in that area. We got to New Jersey.
1: We finally right. made it.
0: Finally. We <laughs> did. I mean, we did roam <laughs> New York, but. We knew that there was going to be stuff there. And, of course, I mean, there's been people here for a long time. Uh, there's been the colonies and all that. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of history. So we knew that there was going to be, you know, that, that kind of thing going on here. Um, I'll jump right – let me let me start. Uh, I had some communication with the Thomas Edison Center on some things that I would said. Um, just want to clarify that the – said some things about edison stealing people's uh ideas and stealing people's inventions um that's not really the case i've I've, they say that that media and uh media in the last you know i don't know 10 20 years has has kind of stretched some truths and kind of added some try to you know play the victim and the hero with tesla and uh and and edison and that Edison there wasn't really anything for Edison to steal from Tesla they were com- competitors after Tesla did work for Edison uh, but it was only for about six months had a hundred dollar salary uh, after six months um, Tesla moved on uh, to do his thing with his arc arc light Edison didn't want anything to do with it um, uh, with that arc light so there wasn't really anything that Tesla st- or, excuse me that Edison had stolen from Tesla uh, but anyway, there's. If you want to go find out more about that, you can go to edison.ruggers.edu backslash tesla.htm, and I'll link that in, and you can read more about that. But uh, the story with, bottom line, the story with uh, Edison and Tesla has kind of been stretched over the years. It sounds like
1: not from the media.
0: <laughs> yeah, the media will never, <laughs> or the, you know, television on the History Channel or uh, yeah. will never stretch the truth yeah. to get a good story, right? Yes. They would never do that.
1: Listen, we just look up several different sites, and it may not be exactly to the T, no. but we try. And
0: yeah, I'm pulling from, pulling from knowledge that I've, I've learned. I've listened to podcasts about it that said a lot a lot worse stuff than I said. Yeah, I just but said maybe. we
1: appreciate their feedback yeah, and I like that he, they got in contact so that we could be informed.
0: Yeah, and if you do go to Edison, please stop by the Thomas Edison Center. Uh, you need to do that because that's a big part of edison obviously they named the town after Mm -hmm. Uh, so go by there go by mandlow park uh, uh, and we'll talk about some of the stuff that they've got there later so uh, so anyway thank you all for reaching out Um, we're following them on on uh on instagram so if you want to find them on instagram go look at who we follow and uh and catch up there uh pretty neat
1: And while you're there, just follow us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, follow us. Yeah. If you're there, follow us and share and like. (laughs) Please share. Tell your friends that you've got a weird little podcast (laughs) you listen to from two crazy people in in East Tennessee, and uh, we're not crazy. Yeah. We're just messing around. But
1: But we're uh, just winging it. Yeah.
0: But (laughs) you're having fun, and we want to thank – we do have a fan, and I talked a little bit about our last (laughs) – in the the bonus episode, but Amanda – Amanda's her name. I want to thank her so much for being our fan. The only fan that we know of. <laughs> thank you, Amanda. Oh, thank you so much. We she were so us, excited. Yeah, we were. Uh, that's the first real fan that we know of. You know, my mom and dad, well, my mom's not even listened. I thought she had. She's not really listening. So I I thought I had my mom as a fan, but I don't. My dad, my dad's listened to some, but he's a little behind. I've got two buddies that listen all the time. Yeah. They're caught up. Uh, Listen,
1: but, she put us right close to right. Crime Junkie and what was it? Dateline even? NBC. Dateline, like, thank you, Amanda. Right,
0: it's our top five podcast. Yeah, top five. We made somebody's top five list. Well, you're you're our number one fan. You will be our first fan forever. <laughs> so you're our number one fan forever, Amanda. All right. <laughs> so we might be reaching out to you in the future.
1: Amanda is officially creeped out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh, so yeah, I are sorry if we creeped you out a little bit but we're really excited <laughs> I mean you should think think about about somebody else that you don't know listen to something that you've created yeah and and liking it not just listening but liking it
1: and sharing about and it and
0: sharing about it and putting us up with crime junkie and I mean Ashley Flowers
1: and notable podcasts yeah. like that's awesome so way to get our confidence
0: up yeah thank you very much <laughs> so all
1: right okay what did you find in edison
0: in edison i found a lot uh it's it's in uh middlesex county a uh, population of hundred thousand. hundred mm. thousand. so and uh it's a pretty big town it's incorporated as the raritan township on march 17 1870 it was named after the raritan people of the lenape tribe uh, the Raritans. I uh, had early contact with the Dutch settlers in uh, New Netherland. That's what New Jersey was, was called in this area, Staten Island, uh, okay. some of New York. This area was called uh, New Netherland. It was settled by du- the Dutch, uh, and then it was given over to the British later. Um, but some of the early stuff that happened there, William Kieft, K-I-E-F-T, he was the director of New, uh, New Netherland. And uh, he planned an uh, extermination campaign on uh, some of the people there, and it was on the grounds that there were some some hogs that some pigs that had been stolen. So he's like, "We're going to go wipe wipe this people out." Makes sense. Yeah. Of course, there's, there's not a lot known about this. Um, I'll expand on that in a second. Uh, you'll know why in a second. Um, he uh, this attack. He went in, and, and it was uh, massacred the people there uh it was uh and uh, in, in 1643 in february of 1643 120 w- 120 people were killed including women and children mm. and there's um uh, you know i was reading about part of this on, on wikipedia and the description of that is awful and i'm not going to repeat it you can go read it if you want to but it was awful it was an awful attack Uh they they say that uh the Keeft actually rewarded his soldiers, paid them extra for what they'd done and their viciousness, evidently. So mm. uh, pretty bad stuff. Um, uh, so the people got back, the Lenape people got got together, um, and of course they were furious. I mean, right. There was this attack for nothing, and 120 people have been killed, uh, children, babies. Um, so in the fall, 1,500 Lenape people came and attacked and um uh, and killed killed several people in the colony. And <clears throat> it went back and forth uh for two years and uh it's, it's called Keefe's war and it was uh it fought for two years and in sixteen forty five they did reach a truce. Um after this was over with, um the Dutch West India Company uh recalled Keeft um back back to uh to Netherlands to the Netherlands and um, on the way back he died in a shipwreck. So nobody was really able to ask him what had happened, why this had happened, investigated or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh so so we don't know exactly what his thoughts were and why he did this. Uh but it was a two year two year um awful part of history and uh, you know, after the the truce things got a little bit better. Uh but that's just uh that's another bad part. We've, we've learned about Native American uh, hardships and attacks every time, every time we, we find a city. Fourteen times. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty much. Um, so um, getting to the Revolutionary War time period, uh, there was a lot of skirmishes around here. Uh, actually, the St. The Saint James Episcopal Church served as a hospital uh, during, during the revolutionary war and six British soldiers are buried in the cemetery there. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can still go find, find them there. Uh, maybe, uh, you can still go to that church anyway. Um, Thomas Edison moved into his Menlo park laboratory in 1876. And he was there from 1876 to 1886. Like I said, if you want to go find out more about that, listen to our bonus episode last week. Um, Other things that's happened in Edison, uh, Lewis Nixon established a volatile chemical processing uh, facility in Edison. In 1924, there was a Nixon Nitration Works disaster. On March 1st of 1924, there was an explosion and a fire, and this wasn't a small explosion. Uh, The explosion and fire killed 20 people and destroyed 40 buildings. It started at the Ammonite Building. All right, so Lewis Nixon, he had uh, he leased out several buildings to the Ammonite Company, and they salvaged content from artil- art- artillery shells. Uh, like I said, this was after World War One, and uh, they would uh, get the stuff out of them and make uh, fertilizer for for agriculture. After the they did this after the TNT was extracted from the shells at the. Uh, raritan arsenal and it was owned by by charles a levine and uh he uh he, some of you all might have heard him or heard of him in history i haven't uh we almost all know about him we've all heard of uh charles lindbergh mm-hmm. that, that had the first transatlantic flight to paris from mm-hmm. the united states to paris uh the levine levine he was going to do that and he was ahead of limb uh of uh, Lindbergh, Lindbergh, yeah, Uh, but he got held up for some reason, Lindbergh passed him, and got it, so, yeah, so we don't know about him, okay, (laughs) and then he got, uh, you snooze, you lose, yeah, some other (laughs) stuff happened uh, after that, after all that happened, his life kind of fell apart, evidently, Um, but anyway, cool, it's it's a neat story, but uh, I didn't get into it too much, Uh, but I'll get back into this. So, uh, like I said, this explosion killed 20 people and destroyed 40 buildings. It started in the Ammonite building that, that were leased uh, by the Ammonite company. Uh, windows uh, in a one-mile radius around the explosion were blown out. And the, um, it was felt as far away as Staten Island. It's isn't too far away if you look at a map. Uh, but Brooklyn and up to 50 miles away. Wow. Right. And the explosion started, uh, started fires uh, that burned if you know all right going back this is we're talking about nitrogen we're talking about we're talking about fertilizer mm-hmm. that's a big big explosive mm-hmm. we all remember that well a lot of us remember the Oklahoma City bombing, and that's what they used was fertilizer mm-hmm. and it you know we said we remember the damage there uh so this was this is what was going on they had explosives there um uh, they had shells mm-hmm. I and mean, so there's TNT um at the Raritan Arsenal. So there was TNT there, there was all this fertilizer, there was all this, you know, everything. It was just a bad mix of stuff that was there. Uh, so there was big explosion, big fires. The uh, wind turned about six hours after the, after the explosions and the fire started. It started going towards the Raritan Arsenal and there was 500,000 highly explosive shells uh, that were stored there. And the fire was moving that direction with the firefighters who had been fighting this fire for six hours, um, stepped up, kept the fire away from that. And they didn't, didn't lose any of those buildings to explosions. Thank goodness. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, could have been a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And this area is still called Nixon, uh, cause it was a, it was a pretty big industrial site and they still call this area Nixon. You know, that's the Nixon area, Nixon part of town. Uh, he lives over in Nixon, you know, that kind of deal. Um, New uh, Edison is one of the fastest growing towns in New Jersey. It's uh, been ranked in the last 20 years in different different publications and different listings as it was the 28th most uh livable small city, the second uh second best place in New Jersey to live. It was voted 35th out of 100 uh best places to live in the United States and mm. 23rd out of 371 safest cities in the United States. And then, um, let's see, in 2009, it was, voted the top, it was voted in the top ten best places to grow up. And uh, that was in the U.S. News and World Report. So that's yeah. pretty, big, pretty big stuff. It's because of the low crime, it's got strong schools, a lot of green spaces, recreational activities. Uh, in 2014, it was the Parenting.com uh, ranked Edison as a, the top safest city in America. So that's pretty good.
1: That is pretty good.
0: That's you know that's where it's a true crime podcast and we're talking about one of the safest cities in America. So of course. Like we always say, <laughs> this doesn't define the town. The true crime doesn't define the town. There's a lot more that goes on there and there's always good in every town. Uh so uh moving along to uh some notable people in in Edison. Of Thomas course, Edison. Thomas Edison. <laughs> He lived there for a while, Um, and they there's uh, there's a mobster, uh, a real life mafia uh, in New Jersey. We we wondered about that. Like I wonder if when we when we hit the dart in New Jersey, I wonder if we're going to get any mob stories. And we I mentioned the Sopranos that they were set in New Jersey. Well, it turns out that the dude that they
1: Tony Soprano, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, the The main guy, right. Mm-hmm.
0: They, uh, the guy that they kind of uh, set the show around. Yeah, set the show around. Kind of, Tom uh, Tony Soprano was this guy was. What am I trying to say? He was the inspiration. Yes, that's the word <laughs> I have written down. He was the inspiration for Tony Soprano, and uh, so I he kind of hit that one right on the head. And um, his, it even goes. His
1: name is his John.
0: John. I look, uh, I look, I looked it up. R. I. G. G. I. John riggi Uh his real name's Giovanni.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: But they went by John. Uh he wasn't from Edison, but he died there in two thousand fifteen at the age of ninety after getting out of prison in two thousand twelve. Um, uh, he uh he knew John Gotti that we've heard of. Uh did some stuff for him. That's how he kinda how he ended up in jail. Mm -hmm. in prison uh while he's in prison he's still kind of running the family um he was now
1: his family and John Gotti's family kind of combined yeah is that a little bit something Mm -hmm. like
0: that yeah he was uh he was the boss of the uh the Cavalcanti crime family family and uh Gotti was the boss of another family and they worked together and did a lot of stuff together and kind of combined especially Mm -hmm. after this guy went to prison Uh, but even some of the stories that I read kind of tied to some of the Sopranos stories. Like one of the, one of the guys in the, the, in the mob, one of the made men with him was turned out to be gay and all, and they had Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. that when he was in prison and they had him, they had him killed. Mm -hmm. The same thing happened on the show. If y'all remember Vito on the Sopranos, the same thing happened. He came out on the show or kind of got outed and then they, they got rid of him. Okay. They offed him. So I was like, man, that's. Like just like the show, I remember that storyline. So, anyway, so that that was a pretty cool tie-in to something we speculated, and,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we hit that that nail right on the head. Yes. Uh, some other pa- people, famous people from there, uh, talking about New Jersey. You know any big bands from New Jersey?
1: Big mans. Big bands. Big bands. Hmm. <laughs> no.
0: You don't know any. <laughs>
1: Aerosmith. <laughs>
0: I don't know where they're from, but Bon Jovi's <laughs> from New Jersey. Oh, okay. And they're, they're <laughs> one of the founding members and the keyboardist, David Bryan, is from Edison. Uh, Jerry Dewar, created the Major League Baseball logo, oh. and that's a pretty iconic logo. Yeah. You know, everybody kind of, I know what that looks like uh, in my mind. Uh, Rich Gaspari, he's a pro bodybuilder, and he... uh he started Gaspari Nutrition, and he's in the, uh, the IFBB Hall of Fame, so I recognized him. Mm, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Ashley Frangipani? <laughs> Ashley Fran Gi Pani? No. Ashley Frangipani? No. Am I? I even so- looked up how to say her name right, and I had to say it three times <laughs> to get it kind of right. Who what about is she? Halsey? 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Halsey. Yeah. Halsey, yeah. Mm-hmm. She is from Edison. Okay, cool. She's so pretty. She's uh she's doing stuff right now. Um
1: She's having a baby.
0: Is she? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, not with uh,
0: Who she with? G
1: E C. Is that his name?
0: I don't know. I'm <laughs> not going to know. <laughs> I that saw may she not was with correct. somebody a while back, but I can't remember who that was.
1: Not the guy that she's been with for a really long time. It's a different guy. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway.
0: Anyway, she's <laughs> from Edison. Uh, Pamela Long, uh, she was in the, the band, or the, the R&B group. I guess they're not really bands, they're groups. R&B group Total, Bad Boy Records. Oh. They, uh, they were featured on some uh, some uh, Mace and Biggie's, Biggie uh, songs. Okay. Then they had their own stuff, too. Okay. But they, were, they were Bad Boy. You go, <laughs> you go listen to some of their lists what you can hear what they were in bad boy
1: i know um it's just funny <laughs> to they, hear you uh, say that. <laughs> that i'm talking about
0: bad boy but you can hear Diddy in the background going uh-huh. yeah
2: uh-huh <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you see they're bad boy for life <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it just keeps going <laughs> you just, just had to say it <laughs> well,
0: come on jim dorton uh jim norton he had the t v show called jim norton the jim norton show on uh on the vice channel he's a comedian uh if you look him up you're gonna recognize his face he's been on shows he's been on uh t v shows he's been on TV a lot uh recognized his name recognized what he looked like susan Sarandon uh you know she was on friends
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: for one episode you know that's what she's known for. Just kidding. Everybody knows who Susan Strandon is from Rocky Horror. That was an awful joke. <laughs> from Rocky Horror was picture she on show.
1: That one movie Mom or something? What was that movie?
0: Dumb With Louise? No. Um The Client. Bull Durham, that was a great one. Have you ever seen Bull Durham? Mm-hmm. She uh I don't know if that's where she met Tim Robbins. That was from that was her husband. The Shawshank Redemption Oh yeah Yeah she married him They were in that movie together I guess that's That would have been About the right time When they met So
1: She was in Bad Mom's Christmas In case you were wondering
0: um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad Mom's Christmas She's been in a lot of stuff Everybody knows who Surin- Susan Susan's. Stepmom Surrender. Stepmom
1: Have you ever seen that I don't know With Julia Roberts It's sad It's good though It'll make you cry.
0: All right, uh, Mike Valelli, he's a skateboarder and he's also the lead singer for Black Flag. Have you ever heard of Black Flag? They're a punk punk mm-hmm. band. Henry Rollins uh, was the uh, lead singer for them back mm-hmm. in the day. Nope. What about the Atari song "Boys of Summer"? You ever heard of that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Of the boys <laughs> of summer. It says uh, anyway. There's a line in there that says, "I saw." It. <laughs> out on the road today, I saw a black flag sticker on a Cadillac. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's the black flag. He's, when you
1: sing it, I recognize yeah. it. You well, might there's,
0: he, they changed, the Atari's changed the words Um, to black flag sticker on the Cadillac. The original words were uh, deadhead sticker on the Cadillac. So mm-hmm. anyway, they gave a shout out to a punk band, the black flags. Okay. So Henry Rollins, you probably recognize him. I know he's a punk band, but you've seen him on TV. Okay. Uh, he was only on TV back in the day a couple times, which was kind of weird because he's punk. But uh, he's been in movies and stuff. So, um, also Brittany Murphy.
2: Aww. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Rolling with the homies. <laughs> That's what I thought of when I read her name. Was was Brittany? I'm clueless.
1: Yeah. That's what I, love-
0: I, I like clueless. I know that's kind of weird that I like that movie, (laughs) but, man, I'm from the, that was.
1: I like that movie, too.
0: They're my age, and that was when I was in high school when that that show came out, that movie came out, so.
1: And as a redhead, I appreciated her having red hair and making it cool, so.
0: So every time I think about Brittany Murphy, I think about rolling with the homies. (laughs) So, shout out to Brittany. (laughs) Gone too soon. Yeah, she's been gone for. Twelve years.
1: Yeah, and her death is a little interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know much. I mean, I remember when it happened, and they, um, yeah, they're not sure exactly what what all was going on. But
1: yeah, you should Google the research, the uh, relationships between Brittany's person she was with and the mom and stuff, and see. It's interesting. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. Could be conspiracy, but it's interesting.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So that's, uh, that's Edison. That's that's Edison. (laughs) That's Edison. That's what Edison is. That's what I was able to find out. Um, we could, we could have kept talking about Edison, Thomas Edison and gone about 30 more minutes on this. So (laughs) glad we did that bonus episode. I think that was well worth it.
1: There's quite a few famous, like really famous people from Edison.
0: Like who? who did I miss?
1: No, I'm saying like, all the lists, all the names that you listed, yeah. those are pretty big.
0: I'm sure I missed some. I mean, there's all kinds of sports, sports, uh, baseball players, football players. No, none of the, and guys, if you're, guys, girls, if you're all the fans, you've probably heard of them, but uh, I'm not a big fan of the, the teams that they played on, and they're not, you know, they're not the stars that I'm going to hear. Mm-hmm. So you might go through the list and say, well, he didn't say anything about this guy. Well, I just didn't know him. So, you know, <laughs> they they play major league, or uh, you know they play professional sports. They're they're good.
1: Yeah, um,
0: just a little bit. Yeah. What'd you find? What you got going on?
1: So I found a few things, and I was gonna go in the direction of like a mob story, but then I thought oh, there's so many stories out there, like podcasts and movies. Like you don't want to hear that for me. So I found something. Still has to do with the mob, but not quite um, not quite not in the quite. family. So, uh, a gentleman by the name of Kelman Dumo was only 28 years old when he was murdered with a pickaxe on November 6, 2011. So, 10 years ago? Not too long. His friend since childhood, Michael Dose, was convicted of orchestrating the murder of Dumo and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. So, I'm going to tell you... How that went. Um, It was a very interesting story. According to a My Central Jersey news article, Michael had met a man by the name of Daniel Medallia in Edison, New Jersey, two years prior to the murder, by selling and buying prescription drugs. Daniel had a big fascination with the mob and joining a mob family. Michael was someone who seemed to embellish outlandish stories and frequently bragged about ties to the mob. Stories that misled Daniel's hopes of joining the mob. Michael had convinced Daniel that he was in a crime family, and he had an uncle, Polly, who was the boss. Polly, Uncle Polly, uncle as in Polly. like, yeah, yeah, quotation. Yeah, that's straight, yeah. <laughs> so he convinced Daniel that he was in a crime family, and his uncle Polly was the main boss, making Michael the underboss. Daniel had been promised that he would that he could set up his own loan sharking. Ugh, Daniel had been promised that he could set up his own loan sharking and booking operation. During the two years before the murder, Daniel and Michael spent most of their time together discussing mob stories. Michael even introduced Daniel to some of his family members who he thought was a part of the major crime family. His obsession with being in the mob got the best of Daniel, though. He started to receive text messages from unknown numbers with a person claiming to be one of the crime family's members. So this would be um, Michael pretending to be, the yeah, this other person. Michael Polly or whoever. Yeah. It was apparent and clear that Michael and Daniel's relationship was serious enough that Daniel would be willing to do basically anything for Michael. Daniel would pick up or sell drugs to Kelvin when Michael was not around or couldn't pick up for himself. One time, Kelvin drove to Michael's parents' house to pick up drugs, and he was followed by the police and ultimately picked up by them. This created tension and space between the longtime friends. Kelvin stopped hanging out with Michael, but not before he told him he could get the prosecutor and police to drop the charges for $500. Because, you know, obviously Michael's this big mob boss, so... But Kelvin didn't believe that he had any sort of connection with the mob at all. Michael started to call him a snitch and thought he was talking to the authorities about his drug operation because some of his friends had been arrested. So he was concerned about getting caught. So Michael was worried that Daniel was going to make a wrong move and get arrested because of Kelvin talking to authorities. Are you following me still? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: Snitches get stitches. Yes.
1: Which would point more (laughs) fingers at Michael and him possibly getting prosecuted as well. So obviously he didn't want that. The newly friends began talking about different solutions on how to get rid of Kelvin starting as early as April 2011. So he died. He was murdered in November. So eight months prior. According to Daniel. According to Daniel, he was pressured almost daily in a plot to kill Kelvin. He also began to worry that he, too, would have a hit on him. He began to get phone calls from unknown numbers claiming to be Uncle Polly, telling Daniel that Kelvin had them all jammed up and that he had to put a 50,000 hit on Kelvin, stating that it was Daniel's situation to handle, and Mm -hmm. so he thought he needed to handle it. After discussing with Michael, Daniel was told that he would receive payment after the hit was completed. On Daniel's account, he stated that Michael told him the exact location to go and that it was a place where he actually murdered nine people and their bodies were buried there. Because, you know, he was part of the mob. Yeah. Daniel agreed to the plot and convinced Kelvin to meet up with him at the premise with a drug deal. Michael had convinced Daniel to kill him and place him in the water behind his father's yacht where the crabs would take care of him. Wow. Yeah. So he just told it, and he didn't go with them. He just sent him on his own. He sent him out there to do this drug deal and kill his friend and Mm -hmm. he just bought into everything this guy was saying. Hmm. So, he also told him to drive Kelvin's car in the river. After meeting Kelvin, though, Daniel tried hitting him in the back of the head with a crowbar, but it flew out of his hand, and the two <laughs> got into a fight before Daniel was able to get a hold of a pickaxe that was, according to Daniel, quotations, just lying there. <laughs> and he struck Kel- Kelvin uh, repeatedly.
0: We're talking about somebody's death. And not <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. flew out of his hand.
1: Yeah. Um, and left his body on the ground due to him not being able to find his keys. So he did this terrible thing. He couldn't find his keys, so he called Michael. Michael sends another guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: La- first name was Ryan. I forget what his last name is, but he sent him to go pick him up. This guy had no idea who he was, like why he was going to pick him up. He just did what he was like what he was told. Right. They went to a strip club after that and he waited for instructions like he waited for instructions from michael well he never gave him instructions and it was four fifteen in the morning and a contractor actually found the body that hmm. early and so authorities were called they look at surveillance and it's clear who it is right. the car was parked there like <laughs> See, nothing that the they didn't bar go across the they talked <laughs> about this for eight months and they still did not have it like
0: Good point. He's yeah. a terrible mobster. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> He's not a mobster, but he thought he was.
0: Did they find his keys? Didn't he lose his keys? He right? lost his he keys. Lost his I keys. don't
1: know. I don't think so. <laughs> Did the cops were like, oh, here's his <laughs> right here. We got him. <laughs> so uh, he later came to the conclusion, Daniel... That Michael was scamming him the entire time. When the man picked him up, he acted like he didn't know Michael at all, and that's what gave it away to him. Um, Kelvin's body, like I said, was found at 4.15 in the morning by a contractor on November 7th. Around the body was storage containers and two pickaxes. One contained a large amount of blood on it. Authorities were able to identify Kelvin by his ID and cell phones. Both Daniel and Michael were convicted to 30 years in prison and five years of parole. Um, oh, wow. And of course, um, Michael tried to not go to prison because nah. he was like, I didn't do it. And they were like, No, you're the mastermind. Right. You were going. <laughs> this guy's not smart enough <laughs> no. to do this on his own. But <laughs> this is a little <laughs> different story, but it was interesting that. The mob plays such a heavy presence in this town that this guy was actually infatuated with it and wanted to be in it so bad that he just followed this guy who pretended to be in the mob. And he actually met his family, and he would tell him like, "Oh yeah, that's Uncle Polly, and that's that's so and so. He's the another underboss." Yeah, I (laughs) can't introduce you. It's too much. We
0: just don't do that. So
1: it was just really interesting. I mean and, he had a
0: little racket going on, but it wasn't No, you know, it was it wasn't not as big as Yeah. As big as old John.
1: Yeah, so anyway, that's what I found in Edison, New Jersey. Yeah.
0: That is I mean it is I don't, the mobs around there, like I said. Uh something else I read about um John Riggy Riggy. Well, looking up, looking up, him and the uh, Sopranos—that mm-hmm. they, the FBI actually has surveillance tape of that that crime family talking about. Man, you think they made the Sopranos after us, like talking about it, like hmm. like there's, this is kind of weird. Like they have surveillance tapes of ta- them talking about the Sopranos. Yeah, that's weird. I think weird. that's kind of neat. Yeah, the, you know, art imitating life yeah
1: i would love to if i had more time to go in and see like really research and who's like how these crime families like worked and who was against who like i don't it's just there's a
0: lot it's a it's a neat thing that that these families came came from from europe came from italy Mm -hmm. and sicily and 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 kept their traditions and and they were what what was going on was the Italians were looked down on they were minorities they mm-hmm. were they were you know they weren't they weren't white people mm-hmm. back in the day and uh, they were I mean for real that's really they were looked down on they they weren't given you know they were lived in neighborhoods weren't allowed to live in other neighborhoods and it was just awful and treated awful so they joined they stayed together
2: mm-hmm. and they
0: created these families cuz they had to 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 survive and to watch out after each other, and that's kind of how it started. And then they started making their money, and doing their thing, and it just kept going and mm-hmm. going and going, and it's still going today. Yeah. And uh, it's just uh, a group of people that are watching out for each other, and and uh, doing some things that might not be so legal, and uh, and then definitely not legal. Definitely not legal. They're definitely killing people and killing each other
1: yeah Uh, and just the union the labor unions and all the stuff that they had their hands in and politicians and stuff it's really quite fascinating it is that they
0: the reach and the 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 how much they've grown mm -hmm. that's from from being a minority from being being a people group that's looked down on to to being able to control Mm -hmm. politics Mm -hmm. and politicians and and being implicated in in huge things even like jfk and that's, I mean, that's kind of that's a, a unique history and a cool history.
1: Yeah, it's a. If you
0: take out all the awful stuff that they do, <laughs> yes. just the, just how that has happened is pretty neat. Mhm,
1: it is very cool.
0: And there's plenty. Of, we go watch movies all the time about it because it's, it's it's cool. I
1: know I mean, we love those movies. The Departed. <gasps> the Departed yeah. is so good.
0: Yeah, we've been trying to get up there in in Wadi territory. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it is neat, and we got into it a little bit, so um, let me tell you some things to do in Edison. you can go to Roosevelt Park, that's right there in uh menlo the Menlo park area uh, you can see the light the spelling darkness fountain that's there and uh that's that's a pretty neat uh, fountain that they've got uh, there's a history to to that uh they also have plays in the park hopefully they'll I don't think they had it last year. Hmm. Of course, with COVID, uh, but there's an amphitheater there and hopefully they'll start that back up. So look that up. Uh, you can go to the Edison Center, uh, the Thomas Edison Center. Go to that. It's in Menlo Park. Um, go see the Edison Tower. It's a concrete tower I talked about in the bonus episode. It's got the, the model, of the, the light bulb up top. Hmm. Uh, go, go see that. Go to the museum. Learn all you can about Thomas Edison's time in Menlo Park in Edison, New Jersey. And um, yeah, so it's a it's a nice little town. Uh, 100,000 people. You're not too far from New York City, uh, from Staten Island. So you know, it's a uh, there's a lot of people.
1: I bet it has some good food.
0: I'm sure there's some great food there. So all right, I guess it's time to throw the dart. It's my turn, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So we'll pause. Be right back.
1: Okay, Jason, where are we at? We hit Louisiana.
0: <laughs> we hit Natchitoches. Louisiana. Okay. And we had to check the pronunci- pronunciation on that. And uh, I was thinking of Nacogdoches, Texas when uh, we hit it and that is not it. It's Nacogdoches Louisiana. And that's not how, it's, <laughs> how it looks when it's spelled. No. It's uh but anyway, Nacogdoches Louisiana. It, you know, the the brief uh little search we just did, uh looks like a beautiful town. And I think we've got some pretty good stories for you coming next week. So uh, stay tuned for next week. Yes. Episode 15, Natchitoches, Louisiana. Uh, Go tell all your friends about us and uh, let them know how good this podcast is. Yes.
1: Like, share, subscribe. (laughs) Like, share,
0: subscribe, yeah.
1: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter.
0: Twitter, yeah, we're on Twitter. Crime underscore town on Twitter. um, Anyway, we've got links to all that. Uh, on our webpage, page yourtowncrimepod at gmail.com uh, so you know get in touch with us there and uh, or you can link to us from from apple podcast or wherever you're listening you can you can find how to get in, in touch with us if you need to need to add anything if you're from medicine new jersey uh, let us know what you think mm-hmm. uh, if we miss something uh, i've already heard from the the thomas edison center so uh, thank you guys for, for reaching out and, and helping us with those corrections and, and getting things straight. Hopefully we did 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 okay with that. Um, go visit the Thomas Edison Center in Edison, New Jersey. That's a pretty cool place, and uh, you're going to learn a lot. So come back next week. It looks like it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It really did. The pictures look beautiful. The downtown area looked great. Uh, it's another uh, – say it again for me. Natchitoches. Natchitoches, Louisiana is definitely – uh, I think it's going to be some place I want to visit. Yeah. So uh, Louisiana is one of the it's the only southern state I haven't been to, uh, so maybe I'll have to drive instead of flying into uh, New Orleans and and take a trip and go through Natchitoches, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you next week.
1: See ya.